you know, he can't, we can't get offended by something that isn't in our reality. It's us that's being offended. You don't have to worry about anyone else involved with it. You just for yourself, just say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. There's no one magic pill for anything. You know, all these things, as you say all the time, Jackie, they have to um, resonate with you. As you go down the different healing modalities, spiritual methods, there's so, so many out there and some resonate, everyone will resonate with different things. You go through stages of discovery and realization and then you decide what you're gonna do about it. But if we're just saying, I love you and thank you, what could be better than putting that out into the world? Can you imagine if everybody in the world was saying, I love you and thank you all the time in their mind, what the aura around them with love and gratitude. Now, I am delighted to introduce to my Live, Love, Learn podcast listeners, the amazing Jackie White. And Jackie and I today are going to be talking about the fascinating su uh, subject of happiness, and in particular, a process called Ho'oponopono. Now, before I introduce that, let me tell you a little bit about Jackie's background. Jackie left school and worked in retail for many years. And when she had her two boys in the early 90s, um, something happened in 1997 and again in 1998, she broke her leg really badly. So twice within a year period. And while she was recuperating this for the first time ever, she was able to watch daytime TV and discovered Oprah Winfrey. And this began her journey into being introduced to some of the world's most positive and motivational people. Then back in 2010, Jackie saw an old Oprah program with Robert Holden, who's a happiness professor. And on that program, he talked about a course that he was running in June in the UK and Jackie instantly knew it was for her. And surprisingly enough, there are no coincidences in life. The course was starting on her birthday. So she took that as a sign and enrolled on the happiness course straight away. She absolutely loved the course and it opened up a whole new way of thinking to her. Um, and to, to cut a very long story short, ended up running a positive living group, one that she still runs today. And on this positive living group, Jackie is able to invite inspirational speakers on a whole range of subjects to come and share their wisdom with them. And she's learned so much from this um, over the last few years. Now, when lockdown happened in 2020, she had to take this online to her Facebook page and the link to that will be below. Um, and this again, she's carried on the work through that and become an expert in happiness and Ho'oponopono. So in a nutshell, Jackie's going to explain far more eloquently what Ho'oponopono is, but it's an ancient traditional Hawaiian practice that focuses on forgiveness and reconciliation, and most importantly, healing. It's based on the belief that our thoughts, actions, and emotions can contribute to our problems and conflicts with others. It's all about the process of taking responsibility for our own experience, the underlying principle of Ho'oponopono is that we're all interconnected and that by healing ourselves, we can contribute to healing others and the world around us. It's a lovely method that encourages personal growth, empathy, and a sense of unity with others. 
So please do sit back. I really hope you enjoy exploring this fascinating subject with Jackie and myself. And if this episode resonates with you, please do feel free to share with any like-minded people and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I am absolutely delighted to be back with actually someone who I spoke to, I think it's been a couple of years since almost since we spoke, Jackie, the lovely, lovely Jackie White from Inspirations PLC. So we have spoken before, but it's been a long while. So first and foremost, how are you, Jackie? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, really well. Um, Yeah, exciting. Excited to be on here with you, Catherine. Thank you. It's been so long overdue because, Jackie, you're someone that I discovered right at the start of all the lockdown processes because you're someone that's got such a breadth of interest and and knowledge and information that you share with everyone, but also something that's going to fit really nicely into our subject matter today um, of happiness and, and how we maintain that balance because you seem to do that. So before we get stuck into this lovely, lovely subject today, Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Jackie, and the work that you do? Lovely. Well, thank you, Catherine. Um, I started Inspiration's Positive Living Group. It's almost the 10th anniversary, actually, Mm -hmm. on the 1st of April. Um, We'll be 10 years. And that was through, um, I'd run a happiness course in 2012. And then someone that came along on that course um, started up the positive living group in, well, she was doing it in four different areas around Southampton. Um, And she was a month in and she said um, that because of her personal situation, she couldn't continue it. But would I like to carry on with it? And um, and I just knew it was for me, even though I'd been to loads of the positive living groups around, I'd never considered doing it for myself. I was more interested in just getting the happiness workshops, doing happiness workshops and that. So I never really considered running positive living group. But as soon as she said that, I thought that encompasses everything that I'm interested in because I'm interested in everything. So, um, and she, Sally, this was, um, she had got six months of speakers booked up in advance because I probably wouldn't have known where to start with that. And um So I went into it with knowing that I was going to every week in person, we went along to um, the first venue. Well, where she had it in four different venues, I changed it just to the one in Southampton. I thought then everybody knows it's sort of local to all four areas that she had booked up, which was wonderful. I did start doing the first, but then I thought it's too much, you know, so we just came to Southampton and, um, And I ran it in Southampton then for, well, eight years before, uh, seven years, obviously. Is it nearly three years that we, since lockdown? Yeah. I know. I I just, where does the time go? Honestly. Yeah. 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 So it was seven years every week in person. Um, And then obviously in March, we couldn't go there to that venue. I never ever considered doing anything online, but then a girl messaged me and said, oh, she knew how to get onto YouTube and could we do, would I interview her on YouTube and told me how to do it. So I did a couple of them and I thought, well, I was off with that then. Um, But obviously I've been taking off of YouTube now. 
Yes, we, we. I think we went through that sort of similarly. This is my second channel, and oh my goodness, the hassle of starting a second one. All my animal videos, Jackie, just got wiped because, of course, I didn't realise that I was going to get my channel deleted overnight with no warning. And I had years and years of animal health videos on there, and I didn't have any backup. So you live and learn. It's a, it's a good lesson in letting go. And I love that because I just didn't know. Actually, I must have not asked you last time how you got started. And I didn't realize you've been on this journey, you know, and, and sharing your information and passion for so long. That's really wonderful. I think one of the things I wanted to ask you first, Jackie, is on this roller coaster. Let's just talk about, and um, we all know the platform we're on, so everyone listening is used to the code words. But this roller coaster of life that we find ourselves in, in, in this human body, on, on this term that we've chosen to incarnate, how do you balance? You've, I've seen you talk to so many different people over the last few years with so many different areas, some health related, some what we would call more the intel related side of things. How do you balance? finding what's going on in the world with actually living your most joyous life <laughs> well honestly it is through ho oponopono i believe well also like i trained in 2010 as a happiness coach um i mean i think i'll go back to 1997 when i when I broke my leg and I was able to watch Oprah Winfrey every day on the telly while my mum looked after me and the boys, which was amazing. Um, but she introduced me to the people like Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, uh, Jerry and Esther Hicks, all these different, you know, and it was just like, obviously, I know that's a name that we don't want to talk about now, but she has done so much good for the world. Um, I agree. So, I yeah. Can I just say that? I think you've hit on something really important there because over the last few years, we've had so many people saying, oh, you mustn't like that person anymore because of certain decisions or certain things that they're supporting. <laughs> but they've also done so much good to so many people. So much, so much good. Who is she? You know, um, Michael Tellinger. Is yeah. It Michael Tell no, Michael Singer as Michael well. Michael Singer, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, the amount of wonderful people that I've seen because I've been watching that that show. And then it was in 2010, in the January, I was watching an old Oprah Winfrey one uh, with Robert Holden in. And well, I was ironing it at the time, but just had it on in the background. And then I thought, oh, this is so interesting. He was so English and he was in America with her, which was like, you know, amazing. Went and sat down and watched it. And then I come upstairs, got the computer on to see where he's based and what he's doing. And it that on my actual birthday of that year was um, a start and a happiness course for coaching happiness. Wow. So it, and it just really, I'd never, you know, uh, because she talked about so much about life purpose and that, and I didn't know what my life purpose was, or I didn't realize that everything you do is actually your life purpose. Yes. Um, just being aware of that, you know, but at the time searching and, um, but hearing him and talking about happiness, I thought, gosh, that is for me. And uh, I just loved it. I went away on in late June 
um, for just one week, 64 people from all over the world. It was really one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I learned about happiness, uh, laughter yoga there. We went out in Hyde Park every morning doing laughter yoga before we went into doing the happiness. Not that that was um, part of it. It was just there was happiness, laughter, yoga people there. But yeah, it was just the most incredible experience. And then I came back from that, just wanting to tell everyone what I'd learned, basically about loving yourself. Because that whole, it's called a happiness coaching course, coaching happiness. But really, it's all about loving yourself. It was, un, it was really understanding what it means to love yourself. Um, and basically everything since that is really what people want you to understand is how to love yourself. Um, and Ho'oponopono the same. It was quite early on, I was running a happiness course and um, there was a girl on there that had the Zero Limits by Joe Vitale. Yes. And, um, yes. And that was like a big um, new self-help thing at the time. Um, so she said to us about that book but I got the CD and I was playing it as I drove along all the time that's exactly what I did with my friend Rachel and we were just like playing it the whole time it was hysterical absolutely I mean well like you said though earlier we you forgot about it then I did actually because I didn't really I'm so grateful that he brought that out to the world um and what he did for Ho'oponopono without a doubt but um something didn't resonate with me with him and then I found Mabel Katz I don't know if you know Mabel Katz but she lived with Dr Hugh Len the Ho'oponopono the real man that brought it to the world I think really yeah um and she lived with him for 11 years not romantically she just lived with him um, yeah. because of what she was going through and then when he said he was retiring she took it over and she's written a few books since absolutely brilliant um and what how she speaks about it. so where joe vitale had just done a couple of workshops with joe uh, with dr hugh len mabel had lived with him for 11 years so really really resonated with me for that and then i saw joe vitale was doing a online Ho'oponopono course and um, so I did that then and then I did the advanced course so I just love it it just really went in with happiness so well um, combined that I think that's how I stay as balanced. I think most people watching know what Ho'oponopono is but there will be some that don't so could yes. you just tell us the principles of the story behind it and why this has yes. been so transformational in your life? Absolutely. So the first thing I heard about it was the story of Dr. Hugh Len. He had a daughter, 13 years old, who had shingles and he'd been to every doctor and therapist, holistic, da 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 da, um, and nothing cured this poor girl. But then he went to see Mona Simeona, who was a kahuna in Hawaii. <laughs> That's yeah. just a mouthful. But anyway, she was um, well known for Ho'oponopono teachings in Hawaii. And um, so he took his daughter along to see her. And not saying that Mourner cured the girl, but the girl was cured after, see after going to Mourner. So he knew there had to be something about Ho'oponopono um, that obviously worked. So he went along to Mourner's workshops 
Um, he went along the first time and he just couldn't get it. He had to leave because she was on about spirit. Um, he was a very logical man, you know, scientific. And she was talking about hugging trees and uh, elementals. And, you know, yeah. it was just way off of what he understood he went another time again before the third time he just thought he'll stay with it so on the third time which was the late 70s he went along and he stayed with her then and he actually stayed with her until she transitioned in 1992 um so he learned from her from late 70s right the way through to 1992 and in the midst of that in the middle of the 80s he was asked to go to a hospital uh, for the criminally insane patients in Hawaii. And at that time, uh, this particular ward had the most awful, well, if we're judging, really bad criminals in there. They were shackled, highly medicated. Um, staffing was horrendous because no one wanted to be there. The paint wouldn't even stay on the walls. So the whole place was very, very unloved and they couldn't keep any staff. So he was asked to go there, but he only went on the proviso that he would not have to um, see the patients. And he'd just come in. The nurses just thought, well, he's a pleasant man, but, you know, nothing really. He'd just say good morning and go in his room. But after about four months, the shackles were coming off. The medication was being lowered. The staffing was so much better. The paint was staying on the walls. You know, all these things were improving. So they knew he had to be doing something, even though it didn't appear that he was. And um, so he, they asked if he would share with them what he was doing. And so he did. Um, he'd go into his room every morning, take out a file of one of the people, um, patients, and read what they'd done. And bearing in mind, they'd committed the most heinous of crimes. And he would read through all that. And whatever came up for him in reading what, what they'd done, if it was anger, um, if he felt sick, whatever situation, whatever came up for him, he would just say over and over again, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. And he would just say that over and over again until he felt some relief within him. The whole sentence, but you don't need to say the whole sentence, but just so you've got an understanding of what the whole sentence is. I'm sorry for whatever programming is in me that has created this event. Please forgive me for being unconscious to my own thought processes. I love you, which connects you to your higher self. Um, I am returning to source and wiping my inner whiteboard clean. And thank you for releasing this programming from my being. So in that, all you have to say is, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. But divinity knows that you're actually saying that whole sentence, that you're asking to be cleared and cleansed of all these old programs old tapes replaying um so by doing that he was just making himself feel better um really that is the simplicity of it there's a lot more you know that i could talk about within that but that is the main story um after four years that entire ward was shut down 
There was no need for it. There were some people that went back to when they had a retrial or whatever, they would stand up in court because then the, the patients as well were told what Ho'oponopono was all about. Um, and they would stand up and take 100% responsibility. So in doing that, that situation has been brought to his attention, to Dr. Hugh Len's attention. So it's for him to clear and clean on because we're all connected in some way. Um, and you're taking responsibility for that. So whatever comes up in your reality, and bearing in mind, we all know that we create our own reality. So when he is clearing and cleansing that, he's clearing it for his ancestors, he's clearing it for all the people involved, but he's not deciding, even though he's reading that and he's just clearing himself, it's not that he's clearing what that person's done. He's just clearing himself of any feelings that have come up within him. Divinity knows what needs to be cleared. Not uh, You're not thinking of a particular situation that needs clearing because only God knows what needs to be cleared from you. And he also says if you tried to clear everything that's going on in your reality at one time, you'd shrivel up like a prune. Yes. Now, there's a couple of really important things here. I'm loving this so much. And thank you so much for your support in the comments. So one thing, and Harry, connect me if I'm reading your comment wrong. But I want you to address this bit here, Jackie. Harry's putting a comment, it's all my fault. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. Um, now, can you talk us through where some people are, are feeling that you know, that that this prayer is, uh, it's all my fault, which isn't my understanding of it. No, not my understanding either. I am 100% re responsible, but that's not through guilt or blame or shame. You are just 100, you just know it's come into your reality. So you are 100% responsible, but fault is a heavy seems a heavy guilt thing um so yeah it's just a rewording i do understand why you said that to be honest yeah. um because that if you're saying you're 100 responsible then obviously people would think well it is your fault then you know because <laughs> even now things can happen and you think well i didn't do that well but of course i did in some way that's happened and you're always the coincidence is if something's happened and you're in that situation, what's the common denominator? You're there. So is in it, some way. Mm, is it a bit like the the net the question that none of us can ever answer? If if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, did it really fall? To me, it's a similar analogy because if it uh, we know through quantum physics now that just the observer effect will affect the reality of what we see so therefore with all this journey that everyone's been on for let's talk about the last few years of awakening but obviously a lot of people have been on that journey for a lot longer if you're not observing it is it really happening and it's a conscious issue it's a complex issue isn't it but i suppose am i correct in my interpretation Jackie that the whole point about this Ho'oponopono prayer is it's like pressing the delete the erase button on the computer and sort Absolutely. of resetting because where attention goes energy flows and we want to reset so we're either coming from memories 
or we're going to be at zero, a blank screen. And that's when inspiration can come in. So, um, you know, people view things and where you put your attention. So for me, I had to do quite a lot of work on the intention behind it. And I'm a type of person, Jackie, where I can get very in my head and overthink things. Absolutely. Um, yes. I think most empaths, you know, we do carry that burden quite a lot. So is it really um, about, you know, sort of clearing that intention and starting from a fresh state because we don't have to carry it's that mucksack and burden with us? I just wanted to say that today's episode is sponsored by ASEA redox signaling molecules. Now, it comes in two forms, the liquid and the gel, plus there's a huge other product range for us. Um, but why did I start taking ASEA and why is it now an integral part of something that my whole family, both four-legged and two-legged, take every single day? Plus also something that all the clients I work with, again, four-legged and two-legged, it's number one on my priority list. Well, part of what I do, what I'm passionate about, is understanding the challenges that are affecting each and every one of us in today's modern living. Um, the more you know, the more sometimes you wish you didn't know, but the pollution in the air, in the water, in the food, um, the control of our minds, the propaganda. But one of the things that we can do is take back responsibility for our own health. Now, every single cell of our body, whether we're an animal, whether we're one of the dogs in the backgrounds or one of my plants, contain these redox signaling molecules. And cellular health and cellular communication is absolutely key, whether you want to get your body back in balance, whether you want to reverse the aging process, whether you want to address any particular challenges that you've got physically, emotionally, it all starts with healthy cells. If your liver cells are healthy, your liver's healthy. If your brain cells are healthy, your brain's healthy. But just like a mobile phone, most of us have got mobile phones that we, we use on a routine basis now. But that mobile phone, regardless of whether you've got the latest model, is completely useless without a signal. So what does this technology do? Um, the the gel is something that you can apply topically over particular areas of concern, whether you want your skin to look better, whether you've got cellulite, whether you've got an area that's causing you a challenge. The liquid is something you drink each and every day to top up what should be in your cells anyway. But when our bodies are stressed, diseased, challenged, or as we age, we make less of them. So personally, I wouldn't be without it. My sleep's better. My energy levels are better. My mood's better. My mobility's better. If you want to find out more, the details are below. But I'm so grateful that this came into my life. And I'm so grateful I can share it with others. I hope you love it as much as I do. Let me know. Exactly. It is just clearing and cleansing everything from you. And well, I say divinity. It's not actually divinity so we have the um we have the mind there's three parts in the mind we have the super conscious which is our higher self we have the conscious mind which is our mental self and we have the subconscious which is our inner child and it's our inner child that runs our whole body that remembers to breathe um without us having to think about anything our inner child holds all our memories so when you're actually saying, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you and thank you, you are saying it 
Mabel Katz would say this. I don't think it's in Joe Vitale's, but that's fine. Um, but what I love about Mabel Katz, she really acknowledges your inner child. So she's you're saying that to your inner child, loving your inner child, that seven-year-old little girl or boy um, that feels neglected or lost sometimes. You're actually apologizing to them because they felt neglected or um, not secure. Um, so you're actually saying it to that the inner child and then the inner child knows because it does all your breathing, it runs your life for you, knows what you need to let go of. So it lets it go to divinity, to the higher self, the higher self or divinity clears and cleanses. And then you come back as a zero at zero um, with inspiration. So when you get an inspiration, when you get a good idea come in, um, just act on it straight away. Um, so, yes, what Harry is saying, when we go back to that, the, you are 100% responsible because you're not blaming or shaming anyone else because there is no one else in your reality. It's a big thing to... It's but so we, our logical mind wants to understand it. Yeah, it's such a big thing, and I love this comment here. Sorry, I can't pronounce your name very well. I'm hopeless with names. I do apologise. Um, but, you know, about my tree falling in the forest, it is very complex. But one of the things I really love about this, Jackie, is there's a whole thing that's come up for a lot of people. As you go down the different healing modalities, spiritual methods, there's so, so many out there and some resonate, everyone will resonate with different things. But this whole thing about permission, about um, permission, about do, you know, is it right in any way? to heal other people without their permission. So what I love about the Ho'oponopono is you're not doing or, or projecting any energy to other people. You're clearing your reality because yes, yes. You know, he can't, we can't get offended by something that isn't in our reality. It's us that's being offended. I'm not, it's yes. very complicated to explain these things to people, isn't it? But it's so simple. If you understand it, yeah. you know, the simple that's why I think it's resonated with me so much, the simplicity of it. Because you'd, you know, like Dr. Hugh Len, he would just say, right, where's all the bullshit questions? Because everything is of no consequence. If you understand that you've just literally got to take the 100% responsibility without feeling any guilt, but mm. just know that if it's in your reality on some level, you have brought this around in, in your reality and it's for you to clear and clean on. You don't have to worry about anyone else involved with it. You just for yourself, just say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. Um, not even with intention. You're just saying that over and over again, because that would be one step from being at zero if you were doing it with intention. But just it's a 24-7 thing. It's like driving. You get in a car. You don't have to think afterwards. You know, we've all said that, but you yeah. don't even have to think about how you drive. So you don't even have to think about it. Literally, you're just saying, and Mabel Katz is even saying that you really only need to say, I love you and thank you. Can you imagine if everybody in the world was saying, I love you and thank you all the time in their mind, what the aura around them with love and gratitude, I love you and thank you, I love you and thank you. If that's going over in your mind, instead of what we replay, 
if there's something going on for us and we're replaying it over and over again, making it worse and worse in our minds. But if we're just saying, I love you and thank you, what could be better than putting that out into the world? I love it. I absolutely love it. And um, again, it's interesting when you're on this journey of discovery and I'm so fascinated by so many of the things. And that's why I love the fact that you talk to so many people as well, because um, I see you talk to a lot of people and bring out these different modalities and different healing modalities and things. And you do it in a very non-judgment way, because obviously most people who are in the healing modalities are doing it from good intent. There's some, there's always a few sort of people in there that are imposters, but not everything's going to resonate with everyone. So do you help find that by using the Ho'oponohono, you, it helps you to stay out of a state of judgment for yourself and for others? Honestly, I do. Honestly, literally, I just get an idea. So um, I heard Pam Gregory talking about Vida Austin the other day, who uh, you've heard of um, Dr. Emoto with the oh, water. I, oh, I love that. Just was one of the transformational moments for me. Yeah, absolutely. So beautiful. And so. Dr. Emoto, Vida Austin, um, is now, I'm going to be speaking with her. So it just come to my mind. In fact, I was at a Mind Body Spirit Fair on Sunday last week, and I was with Joe Hayes, who's here today with us. And he said um, something about Vida Austin. And I said, oh, I'm going to ask her to do a talk. And he said, really? And then within a day, I've got a reply and she's doing a talk with me. Yeah. I really can't wait to tune into that one because it's something that I'm, so so passionate about because you know when there's so much out there on different levels for everyone and there's beautiful um supplements people could take there's tools there's training you can do there's all these different options open but the thing i love jackie is that there really is something for everyone regardless of what your budget is what your belief systems it's important that you find sort of what works for you so talk me through about how important for you, as you've been on this journey of talking to lots of different people, discovering lots of um, realities of what things have been coming out. You know, we've talked about some of the people like Oprah and things like this and some of the, I mean, I've never met the woman. You know, I've seen all the stories and heard all the rumours and I'm not saying that I don't believe they're true. Um, but taking it back to your example with the Ho'oponopono in the prison where these people have done these atrocious things and then they were, and this is a true story, folks, you can look it up yourselves, rehabilitated. How does that make you feel, Jackie, about all these things we're finding out in the world and what hope there is for the future? Wow. I think that's a perfect example, really, because... When I hear all this, I'm just straight away, I love you and thank you. I love you and thank you. Um, clearing that from whatever part I've played in that to bring it to my attention. So I'm clearing myself all the time um, and not getting wound up or too involved with, with these things. I'm then hearing about all the people that are doing so much good for us as well on the campaign trails, you know. Um, and again, equally, I would just say I love you and thank you to them um, because the world is working, isn't it? In, you know, that gives you hope. 
but all you have to do or I have to do and I'm not saying I mean I did go to um, a talk in Bournemouth two years ago um, an in-person talk nearly two years ago and um, there was a girl there and while I was talking about Ho'oponopono she had a there was a few of them there you know and they were all listening and asking questions it was lovely but there was one particular girl and she was she had a book up in front of her like that and I said are you okay and um she didn't respond so I went I said is that lady okay so the girl next to her said she's asking you if you're okay anyway she put the book down and she said I just don't know what you're expecting me to do with this I said oh my goodness I'm not expecting you to do anything with it I'm only telling you how Ho'oponopono helps me but that was a gift to me that she was behaving like that because I just cleared and cleared. obviously it's still in my mind because <laughs> that's come up but just a memory of that come up to me then and I'm still cleaning on that but it's just I wouldn't expect anyone to take this on for themselves if it didn't resonate. It just resonates for me. It works for me. I think it keeps me very balanced because I don't literally the way Dr. Hugh Len says, you know, anything that comes up because our logical mind always wants to analyze and understand everything. Make a point. You know, how sometimes on Facebook or whatever, you can see these whole great arguments going on don't get involved in that just say I love you and thank you I love you and thank you you know if we're just putting love and gratitude into the world what could be better I it's so true and again I feel like um I the last week I've been on quite a roller coaster energetically and um I'm I'm interviewing this amazing lady where have I put it so I don't know if you've heard of Kelly Thiel um, don't know if everyone can see that. Um, so Kelly Thiel, and she's written this lovely book, Unapologetically Glorious. And she is a survivor of the Nexium cult. Um, she's been in the series called Seduce, the documentary about her. And that book, I would recommend everyone to get a copy of Kelly Thiel's book. Kelly Thiel, T-H-I-E-L, Unapologetically Glorious. Now, for anyone who's been on this self-discovery journey, it's such a powerful book, not just about cults or things like this, just about how when we're all searching for something outside of us. And it's interesting. Trust me, I've looked into so many different healing modalities and things because I love it. I find it all fascinating. And also, I do truly believe there's no one magic pill for anything. You know, all these things, as you say all the time, Jackie, they have to um resonate with you but this is just such a lovely honest um reflection of kelly's journey a realization that actually this does all come back to the same simple principles when we really want to yes we can get caught up in all the woes and problems of the world and of course we're all going to have to go through phases i think it's a bit like the grief cycle to me jackie where you go through stages of discovery and realization and then you decide what you're going to do about it sort of thing this lovely spiral yeah. of life going round. Um, but coming back to the judgment thing, and you said something earlier on, really important, I think, about your happiness course was really all about self-love. Can you talk about that a little bit more and how this plays into people being able to cope with everything that they're discovering at the moment? Yeah, there's so, so much within that. So um, the self-love, 
And I can honestly say I still don't 100% do self-love for myself. Like you can realise at times, you know, that wasn't the love, the most loving thing I could have done for me. Um, but yeah, so when I went on the happiness course in 2010, I, I'd heard people say about loving yourself and just thought it was a cliche, really, that, you yeah. know, never really understood the meaning of loving yourself. I honestly didn't. Um, and people can think it's a selfish thing, um, you know, to love yourself. But in no way is it. Um, we could speak to ourselves more harshly than we would speak to anyone else. We can criticise ourselves so quickly for anything that we do. Um or just feel bad, make ourselves feel bad. There can be people very close to you that know your Achilles heel and they can make you feel stupid or, but once you understand happiness and Ho'oponopono or, or self-love and Ho'oponopono, which again are, are equally, there's so much about self-love within Ho'oponopono and at the baseline I'm sure is self-love for both of those for happiness and um, Ho'oponopono. So once you get to understand, so we had 15 chapters throughout that week of happiness, and it was all different chapters really about different ways of understanding and loving yourself. I'll just tell you this one particular story one day there. Um, bearing in mind, I'd never been away from her. I mean, ridiculous. I've never been on a course or anything. This was 2010. Um, and I was sat next to a girl and we were given a project, um, like a, a thing to do where we had to write down 100 words of joy, what joy meant for us. Um, or, or, you know, words of joy. So uh, compassion, harmony, balance, love, gratitude. So whatever words you could think, positive words, basically, 100 positive words. And being the good girl that I'd always been, you know, I'm doing these 100 words, da da da. Yeah. And um, I've counted it up and I've got to 85. And I've looked at the girl next to me and she's literally just written the word B, B, E, great big B, E. And she was coloring the B in. And um, I, how stupid, but in my mind, I was thinking she'll be in trouble because she's not doing what we've been told to do. Oh. So then we went round, you know, we had to give a few words each of our hundred that no one else had said. And I thought, wonder what she's going to say. And anyway, so I said my few words and then it came to the girl next to me. And um, so she said, this is what I've done. And it was perfectly, of course it was, but she's just being, being. And mm. that was such a huge um, life lesson for me. She was being. So the site, she had coloured in the B, but left the E. So she said, I am becoming me. So the B, she'd coloured in because that's the life she'd already got to at that point. And she'd left the E to be coloured in for what the next part of her life was going to be. Wow. That's deep. I mean, that was so beautiful, really. It was yeah. so wonderful. Um, so, yeah, that was a good lesson for me in self-love, actually, because she didn't worry what anyone thought or if she was going to be, not, obviously not in trouble, but I was thinking, how would she What? How would she explain that away? She's not done what she... Um, <laughs> anyway. Isn't it? The programming. <laughs> when, we, when we see it, we can laugh at it, can't we? 
Yeah, absolutely. But that has been, you know, so now when you do a Mandela and that and you have to colour in, I love Mandela's, you know, but I always go outside the box now. I colour outside the box, not just the Mandela inside the, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope I've, I'm more outside the box thinking than I ever was. Yeah. Oh, just... um, so self-love is just being good to yourself, kind to yourself, speaking lovingly to yourself, um, waking up, looking in the mirror and saying, I love you, Jackie. Um, just whatever. So the most loving person. So I always think of the dogs. So I love them so unconditionally and um, and vice versa. So they really teach you so much. And um I hope I treat myself the what, same way as I think of them and my sons. You know, like I really hope I love myself as much as I can say I love my sons, my family, my obviously my dogs. Yeah, it's really understanding that. Yeah, I've got Pumpkin, the cat, who's come to join and listen. So he normally knocks everything flying in a minute. So I'm asking him to say. Now, talking of which, talking of animals, I find that you can use Ho'oponopono very much when you're dealing with animals as well, because when you get yourself into that reset energy, it transfers onto the animals as well. So anyone who's got animals that might be stressed or suffering from an illness or might be reactive or nervous or whatever, please do consider that you can really help your animals by using this on yourself. Totally agree. Yeah. Although I don't always think of that because Freddie is such a live wire. I'm not always thinking of Ho'oponopono when he's careering around the room. He's yeah. 15 months now, 16 yeah. months, actually. I can remember yeah, the last time we spoke just after you got him. How exciting. It's such a wonderful time. And it's such so wonderful to see that exuberance for life, isn't it? And, you know, I think... For me, having my animals, um, thank you for all the people that are just joining now. Thank you so much. And we've got a lovely um, comment by Harry here. Imagine swimming pools filled with energised water instead of chlorinated water and energised ocean fronts. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Idea, Harry. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, that is, it's all, yeah, how we think of things, isn't it? Yeah. So I had to take antibiotics um, recently uh, for a gum infection. And um, I don't believe they're very good for you. So as I was taking them, I was thinking this is really benefiting me. You know, like, yeah, also Ho'oponopono, of course, but but also consciously thinking these are really going to be good for me. Not thinking what I really know probably is true of of an antibiotic do you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean and I talk to people as well because I said I work with a lot with one-on-one -on -one with people and their animals and um I think this is the issue is is like for me all these tools are out there um to help us all and use as and when we need because at different stages in our life we'll be drawn to different things so I Jackie 100% believe that we can cure anything just by our thoughts alone however yes. I'm not in control of my thoughts enough yet, despite my years of work, to do that. So do I believe it's possible? Yes. Have I seen other people do it? Yes. Am I at that level of mastery myself yet? No. So therefore, I use a lot of these other supplements, tools, techniques, healing modalities to jumpstart me up that process, which is wonderful. Um, and some people don't need those. So 
you know, this is what I love. And and then perhaps if you're feeling a little bit fragile, it might help to have some of these tools in your toolkit that you can use. And then when you're feeling a little bit more robust, you might not need them. So I think this is the beauty of having these things in is, is um, I was speaking to my friend Bryce about it the weekend where we were talking about animals and how we as the human caretakers for the animals in our lives can really help them or hinder them with our decision because it works both ways and it's like when you know you've got these tools in your toolkit personally I don't get so affected by what might be happening out there so much of course we're all connected you know what's what's out there is in here and vice versa but it doesn't stress me out anymore because I know I've got things that I can do to counteract the challenges that might come my way and that goes back to that you know we're either coming from memories or we're coming from zero um, yes and with that in mind you know we're clearing ourselves to be at zero so divinity can bring in the inspiration needed for the next step so i don't ever people say what's your goal for this year what are you hoping to achieve this year as it comes i go with it i really i don't know that i've ever set goals um and not only that it's like starting the new year with um new year resolutions you just criticize yourself if you don't stick to it you know so just yeah I love you and thank you. We are born perfect. We are perfect, but our memories are not perfect. And what I love is with Ho'oponopono, you can clear it for your ancestors as well. This is the generation um, that, if well, once you understand that. Well, I just Linda. want to put Linda's beautiful comment out there. Thank you so much. I agree with you wholehearted, Linda. Jackie, you are a beautiful soul and we are very oh grateful sharing these lessons with us we really are um because we can get so carried away can't we jackie and i get it with the you've interviewed a lot of people um over the last few years who've been bringing a lot of realizations to the forefront about what has been going on that we weren't aware of and you can see where the subs you know where the um sentence ignorance is bliss comes from at times because you know do you get yeah. to that point sometimes where you think you wish you didn't know but once you do know there's a reason why that's been brought into your awareness absolutely um i, I don't um i don't feel bad in any way for the conversations that i've had with people um i know i was taken off of youtube for it but um i think it's right to bring the awareness of the people that i you know that resonate with me that i believe in um They've done such good works. We spoke about John O'Looney, Jacqueline Dunn, Pam yeah. Gregory, Donna Maxey. They're all going to come to an event that I've got in Romsey soon. Ray Savage, he's all about common law. Um, you know, in all of that, I can still be doing Ho'oponopono, but I can still appreciate that these people have woken so many people up to, um, you know, the bravery of John O'Looney for what he's done. So I just honour honour that really by speaking to these people and thank them for what they're doing. Um, because I was one of those people that was asleep, you know, 10 years ago, even though I was on this happiness trail and that's what's come to wake me up. And it didn't, it wasn't a quick journey to wake up. And I don't say I'm fully awake now, but it's always we're learning more and more. But, um, but yeah, I, I like to speak to these people. They're doing amazing work 
for a beautiful golden era. You're right. That's why I spoke to I spoke to um, John O'Looney. You can see him on my Rumble channel and BitChute channel. I've spoken, had many conversations with John and with Jacqueline, is the most amazing lady. I'm sure Ray, I'm sure I met Ray at the Huna Flash event down in Glastonbury last year. I'm pretty sure. I bet sure. you did. And he was absolutely amazing. And I really wanted to catch up again with Ray. So we'll come on in a sec to um, talk about your events because I really want people to know where they can find you. And don't worry, Life of Brian, I do trade my mind a lot. It's just that I'm it's perfectly imperfect at the moment and I have good weeks and bad weeks. And sometimes I find this work easy. And other times um, I I don't, you know, and absolutely I use light therapy, I use sound therapy, all sorts of things are beautiful, beautiful. Um, so, yes, so I'm just going through, I just wanted to acknowledge these lovely comments and there. Yes. Yeah, the prayer is for every relationship that enters your life. Yeah, this is a really important point, isn't it? Never use the prayer to help someone without their permission. This has been coming up big time with me, whether it's with, you know, um, reading information on other people without their permission or whatever. It's something that is very tempting to do, but my belief is not that's not what these tools were to be used for, whatever they might be the tools. Talk us through your thoughts on that, Jackie. Absolutely agree. The thing is with Ho'oponopono, there is only you in your reality. So you are only doing it for you. You're not thinking of. An, so that's come into your reality, a situation um, that you would rather perhaps is not in your situation or in your awareness. But it's come into your awareness. You're not doing it for that person or for those people or for that situation. You are just clearing yourself of whatever divinity knows needs to be cleared for you. So, it, you know, who are you doing for just for yourself? Because there is only you in your reality. There is no question of what you're doing it for other people. Um, you're just allowing your higher self, your divinity, your inner child is keeping you safe. The inner child that you've neglected for so long. So when you talk about self-love, I'll just go back over that. When you talk about self-love, you really need to be concentrating that as much as anything on your inner child, your little seven-year-old self or younger. Um, really loving her, loving him, nurturing her or him, making her feel safe, secure, wanted, loved, uh, what she's been missing out on. She's then happily clearing and cleansing you of anything that's come into your reality that needs to be cleared and cleansed um so that's why it's a 24 7 job um of course you you go through times where you don't think of doing it but the more you can do it for me personally and i try to well, i don't even try i just do it now um but it just i know i'm clearing and cleansing and it's clearing it from my ancestors uh, for but I don't even need to worry about that as long as it's clearing and cleansing it from me. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we humans, we are meant to use all the tools that have been given to us and, and obviously all the ones that have been hidden from us as well, which is how joyous it is when you think how much more we can achieve. Um, and um, yeah, I think this is a beautiful thing is it's lovely to understand, but we don't need to understand. We just need to do it. It's like a lot of these practices 
you can intellectualize them as much as you like but if you're not actually doing it nothing's going to change exactly yeah and then you just trust that what needs to change you know in in your life personally does change you you hit on something very important at the start of this conversation you can't feel negative emotions to others if they're not within you. You know, I absolutely love Wayne Dyer. I just love Wayne Dyer's work. I keep coming back to it over and over again. And, you know, one of his favorite sayings of mine is, if you squeeze an orange, only orange juice can come out. That emotion can't come out of you, whatever the trigger, unless that emotion is within you in the first place. So, these same lessons being put by beautiful different spiritual teachers in different ways and all these lovely tools that people like Jackie are introducing to us so that we can find what resonates for us and what works for us. Absolutely, yeah. And that's all I can say is that it resonated with me. It works for me personally. Um, It keeps me very balanced, I'm pretty sure. Uh, can you heal someone else no there is no one else there is only you so if you feel someone else needs healing then it's you that needs healing and then you're saying that to heal yourself they are in your awareness but that awareness is you so you're clearing and cleansing for you I'm sorry please forgive me I love you and thank you I'll repeat shall I say the whole sentence again what that actually means I love it I absolutely love it please do So I am sorry for whatever programming is in me that has created this event, for whatever programming is in me that has created this event. Please forgive me for being unconscious to my own thought processes. Please forgive me for being unconscious to my own thought processes. I love you, which connects you to your higher self. I am returning to source and wiping my inner whiteboard clean. So where we had the picture of just the memories that we come from memories, or we have the picture of the blank screen, we're wiping our inner whiteboard clean by just saying, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. And then thank you for releasing this programming from me. All these old tapes, programs, um, that keep repeating repeating we're clearing all of that from us so yeah that's just as simple as it is i'm sorry please forgive me i love you and thank you and then our analytical mind comes in with all these questions but there's no you just i'm sorry please forgive me i love you and thank you um yes it's just the simplicity it is it is the simplicity of it which is so so beautiful so um talk us through some of the events that you've got coming up jackie uh well the most not every week but i've now i'm part of conscious cafe uh which is a global um space for people conscious cafe um and that's where once a month i have a speaker for what I love about Conscious Cafe, I will just say why I decided to go into Conscious Cafe, even though it's very similar to what I do, Inspirations, Positive Living. But with Conscious Cafe, everyone gets a voice if you want one. Um, and you can just listen if you don't. But we go out into a breakout room if it's been online with three questions of what we've been listening to. So the first time I went along to a Conscious Cafe meeting, it was about an evening where if you were a father or a mother, um 
if you couldn't have children, if you had postnatal depression, you know, there's always something around that that will be for someone. And we went off into a small group, four of us, and there was all the other groups with these three questions. And a girl in our group said that she had had postnatal depression um, and she'd never spoken about it. And the child was like 17 then um, and had quite a few issues and everything. The relief that that girl, she said she'd never been talked about it, never felt safe enough to talk about um, how the guilt she felt within herself of not being able to bond with the baby straight away. You know, and it was just the relief that she felt and how it helped her. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. So the last one we did was with um, Alice Heath and we talked about love and unconditional love. And she had three questions uh, around love. What real thought do we, it's so easy just to say love yourself or love unconditionally. What do we, how much thought do we really give to that? So that was that one. Um, this time we've got Walter Boyd. He lives in South Africa now, but he's a very good friend of mine. Um, so this is all on my website, jackie-white.co.uk. Um, but yeah, Walter, he lives in South Africa. He went out there at the very start of, we had a coffee together in Shirley um, and he was going out on the Friday. Anyway, he's talking with me on the 7th of March about intuition he's so intuitive and he used to go to all the mind body spirit fairs and uh do the dousing and um but he's just so intuitive such a lovely guy so he's got questions and we'll go into breakout rooms with what he gives anyway that's that one um but then we've got this in Romsey on March the 25th we've got Pam Gregory Donna Maxine White Jacqueline Dunn John O'Looney's joining us virtually from Milton Keynes and Ray Savage on Common Law. But it's just going to be a really uplifting. These are people that have, through all this three years, have really inspired people to um, keep a high vibration, um, helped us navigate through all these times. Um, yeah, very, very good. John, with his bravery of what he's told, has hopefully made people second think about what they want to do when it comes to having anything, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah just a lovely gathering of people. We So we've got that. And then on the first Tuesday, uh, Thursday of May, I'm starting a Happiness and Ho'oponopono six-week workshop. That's brilliant. So is that on because that was going to be my thing, my um, my question on that. So is that on your website? People can. Uh, it is. Yeah. Website? I've been asked for so long to do it. So I've got around to doing that now, but it won't be the only one. I'll carry on doing them. But yeah, I'm very excited to be doing that one. Fantastic. Well, I I just absolutely love it. I just want to finish off by saying can you just tell us a couple of your biggest aha moments that you've had over this journey of yours aha in what's As going whatever, on either what's going on or aha about getting back to the simple solutions whatever comes to your mind i mean that's what's so wonderful really it is just the simplicity so that's the biggest thing for me is just knowing that i've always got that to call on um, whatever comes up for me and obviously life happens so there is things and you don't think straight away um, oh 
consciously ho'oponopono but as soon as I do start to calm down and then the ho'oponopono comes in you know it's just so that was when you say ha 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 moments I know what you mean but um you know like that b that girl doing the b e yes that was an aha moment for me um oh god I'm sure there's loads you know when um I saw Joe Dispenza going back to that but I saw Joe Dispenza was going to be in Birmingham and London and I said to Pam Gregory who goes all over the world to see him or did do um do you think he'll come to Southampton for us Pam and and she said no I don't really Jackie because he only does uh, well he concentrates more on workshops now rather than evening talks and she said but here's an email that you could send and just ask the question but she said it took three months for him to do the uh, whatever you do at the start of a book, you know, testimonial. Yeah. It took him three months to get that to me. So don't expect an answer. And you know what they say, send it to the universe and let it go. So um, I just sent the email off um, with no expectation whatsoever, but just grateful that she'd given me that email. The next morning, I had three possible dates that we could work with. I mean, see, I'm goosing it that now, absolutely goosing um and yeah so just went from that and then and then the speaker that I had that week or, or a couple of weeks later when I was just getting around to signing the contract because this was the biggest thing I'd ever done um and it was huge like it was such a thing money white and everything but anyway I was going to sign the contract um and I had this speaker come along I'd never spoken with him before um, Paul Scadding and he was a I can do it life coach yeah, um, yeah. and uh, so I had no expectation I didn't know what he was like but I'd heard he was a very nice guy well he came up from Bournemouth on the train and when I went to, it was a good evening very funny fell on the floor he, he just made us laugh it was very good um, but we had an hour to wait for him to go back to Bournemouth so I took him down to the train station and he started talking about Joe Dispenza and it was like, you know, the synchronicity. Um, so I said, and I hadn't told anyone because I didn't want to put a jinx on it. I mean, at that time, that was my thinking. This was in 2017. And um, so I told him, well, <laughs> just like beside himself. And he said, I'm an events manager. I mean, can you believe it? So with him and me, and then he brought another girl on board, Liz, the three of us. It was just incredible. We got the venue, got 450 people came. Um, it was just magical. It just all fell into place. It just shows what can be done when you you ask and then let go. So let go and let yeah. live. So yeah, oh, I absolutely. love it. I love it, Jackie. I've got so many more questions for you. I've absolutely loved it. The hour has flown past. I'm going to Pass, be Jackie back on I know you are a very very busy lady but um it's just it's just so lovely it's just such a pleasure to cover this now when I think people need it absolutely more than ever you know this is um solution solution solutions is is I think what we need to be speaking about so much and also sending love to all these other warriors that are out there doing this hard work and sharing it with us all. So there's a place for everyone, in my opinion, on this journey. Absolutely. 
absolutely thank you so much Catherine thank you so much to everyone um who's joined us as Andrea said I could listen to Jackie all day so could I Andrea and thank you so much um you know for all this we've got some lovely lovely um comments there um and we really appreciate all your energy of joining us and if this does resonate with you please do share it with some friends because getting these positive solutions out to people I think is so it's such a kind gift we can do to people because there's a lot of people who are worrying about a lot of areas of their life at the moment so um I'm going to be going straight to have a look at your course Jackie any final words you want to leave everyone with oh thank you and I love you me too much love to everyone bye-bye thank you bye-bye Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And if you feel inspired, please do share with your friends and family. My goal is to inspire as many people as I can to live their best lives, to stay curious and to raise their consciousness and that of the collective. So to do this, I need to reach as many people as possible and this needs your help. If you feel drawn, would you be willing to share your favourite episode with five different people? This helps us spread the word and also helps me encourage some exciting new guests to take part in this podcast. If you feel drawn to do that, I will be very, very grateful. All the links and discount codes where applicable for all the products that I support are on my two websites, katherineedwards.life and katherineedwardsacademy.com. All of the products are personally tried and tested by me, my family, and my clients. And finally, please do press the follow or subscribe button, depending which platform you're listening on. And above all, stay curious and stay free. Mm -hmm.